get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 229 of the What Up Though Podcast. Yep, yep. So, it's been an interesting start to this week. Um, I went back to work on Monday, and Sunday, I had hella, hella anxiety. Like, just the whole thing of, like, (laughs) being around people and shit now. Like, I was grateful enough to get, I got mostly paid while I was off. So I was off for just shy of two months. Um, I, my last day of work was March 20th. And then I started back, you know, May 18th. So I had a hell of a time being home. It was fucking great. It was to the point where I was like, I just don't even want to work. They like, just go back to work. No, like work at all. Like any job. Like who wants to fucking, (laughs) like who wants to get up and do that shit every day? Like. So I had a I I had a great fucking two months, um, but you know as they say all good things come to an end I guess so um, I went back Monday morning and they we had to do like the temperature check the you know the temperature uh, gun or whatever the fuck on the forehead and all <laughs> that shit we had yeah. to sign some waiver paperwork saying that you know we haven't been around anybody who's had it and you know who has it. Uh, yada yada shit like that and then they gave us masks to wear let me tell you these masks suck to wear fucking all day at work dog. like absolutely fucking suck I work in the office so it's not like I'm like in a, a factory setting or some shit um, but it really doesn't matter because you you know you're you're wearing these masks to try to prevent you know whatever coming or going um, and luckily you know I, I was able to get that um the mask like strap holder or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So I don't have to put like the straps around my ear. So that worked great. I found that on Amazon. So that was pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, it's just stressful, dog. Like, like I say, I couldn't sleep Sunday night. I woke up, I kept waking up middle of the night. And then the last few days, man, I've been tired as fuck, dog. And I ain't done shit at work. Like, it's just my, I was like, I don't know if it's just anxiety that's like stressing me out to the point where I'm like tired, but I was like, dead dog ass tired like i took naps monday monday after work and tuesday after work and it's not like i'm in i'm in a factory lifting fucking 30 pound pieces of metal or some crazy shit i'm clicking a fucking mouse all day like that shit had me (laughs) dead fucking tired dog and then i find out so i have a coworker who who hasn't come back yet because he uh he was feeling sick and we don't know what sick is Initially, but every time every time we think of sick, we think of COVID. I mean, I've had some time where oh, I got yeah. a call, I got a call for sore throat or something. I remember early on, like end of March, early April, I was feeling weird. Like I felt like I felt like it was symptoms of me having a cold, and then I was just sleep, woke up was fine, and then was gone. But I just kept thinking, like, damn, do I have it and shit? You know what I'm saying? So that's what's going through my head. So my coworker, he uh. He didn't come in Monday and Tuesday, and then he was able to kind of remote, remotely work, so it was cool. So today, one of my other bosses asked about him, like, well, if he's not going to be here, he need to get a note from a doctor, blah, blah, blah. 
Come to find out, this motherfucker may have fucking COVID. So I'm like, you were so worried about this motherfucker coming in, and he could have been in this bitch spreading shit to everybody and shit. And, and th- that's if he actually has it. He's, I think he's supposed to go test tomorrow. Uh, and so we'll find out. But man, this shit's scary, dude. One of the one of the four truck plants, uh, a worker uh, tested positive. So they had to evac- evacuate that shift. And then the next shift that was supposed to be coming on, they said they weren't even going to work. So they didn't even start that shift tonight, which I, I totally applaud. I'm like, fuck that. They just, what are they going to do? Spray Lysol on everything and then just let motherfuckers come back to work? Like, that shit's crazy. We shouldn't even be working in fucking places right now, dog. It's and just, if 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 that guy ends up having COVID, what they are they gonna what what are they gonna do? Like, are they gonna have are they gonna be like, okay, well he ain't here no more, and still have y'all come in, or because what they supposed to do is quarantine y'all for two weeks? Well, so they should the, send y'all back home. Well, no, no. Well, the guy he never came back. He's been off since. He's been working remotely oh. since oh, his whole time. Oh, okay. He's never been in the office. I guess my point was, had he would have came back against his own doing because of the up, upper bosses wanted him to be there. He could have been there Monday or Tuesday and found out that he got it today or tomorrow, and then we would have been in his presence for two fucking days. So oh, right, right. So I'm just, you know, I was just, you know, my bad for the confusion, but I was just happy that my actual boss was like, stay home, but my boss's boss wanted him to come in, talking about he's essential and shit. Like, dog, come the fuck on. Like, I this whole mentality of, like, butts in the seat and seeing people all day at work is fucking old as fuck. They're... So many companies that have proven that working from home actually works. Hell, most people actually do more working from home. And you, you worry about this one person fucking not being here? Like, dude, it's it's really just showing me this is not the company I really need to work for long term. And so I just need to start planning my exit until unless some things change drastically, which I don't see it happening. Like you're risking like like I was I was telling you before we started. I get it. There are jobs that people have to be at a fucking facility for. I totally get it. A garbage man can't fucking fucking pick up garbage at home. <laughs> a policeman can't police at home. Fucking cashier can't fucking do cashier shit at home. I totally get that. I don't work none of them fucking jobs. More props to the people who do all these jobs that people don't want to do. But I work a position where I can actually have a computer. As long as I have VPN access, I can be able to do my job at home. The few hours of work that I've done in three days, I could have surely did that shit from from the comfort of my home, not being potentially exposed to COVID or just nasty motherfuckers or whatever the fucking case. But I'm in the office uh, creating unnecessary, uh, you know, footprints and, and, and presence in a place that don't need it because of a job that wants to have old fashioned policies and shit like that it's just angering dog it's just like it just gives me a fucking headache man so um yeah that's that's kind of um how my first three days of this week was how about you <laughs> <laughs> sounds like fun uh Bruh. no my my week's been fine um i'm still working from home um when you you are you are off off not not working from home right no, I, 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 short answer is yes. I was just off, off. I went up there twice when no one was there to take care of maybe 10, 20 minutes of stuff, but all okay. in, all in all, I was off. Okay. So yeah, um, I've been not off, but at home since, uh, March 11th. So a uh, little over two months. Um, I found out today that 
June and July are off the table for me going back to to the office. So um, I'm 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 settling in. This is going to be my uh, my new routine. I wouldn't be surprised if I don't go back till September, actually. But um, yeah, so found that out. Um, and yeah, and, and my week's been pretty uneventful. I'm um, just yeah, just logging off for work, and that's it. Um, nothing really really interesting going on. I finished, although um, last week uh, when we recorded, I was off. So I, well, I wasn't off the whole week. I was off that Thursday and Friday of last week, and that time I spent just doing whatever the fuck I felt like. Uh, my wife and I both had those days off. Um, we finished Ozark um, oh, on Friday. Yep, so all done with that. Um, what else did I watch? Uh, I watched the last two episodes of Rick and Morty. Um, I've been watching Devs, that Netflix show. But I've only been watching that sporadically. Like, I can't. You know, I'll be able to watch it more now that my wife and I are done with uh, uh, with Ozark. But um, I found out she hadn't seen The Matrix. So really, um, that bothered me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so that shit. bothered me. And um, so we started watching The Matrix. Um, we had to piece it out over three nights. But um, we finished that um, yesterday, I think. Um, and what else? Um, there was a, another UFC event on Saturday. So, uh, Daryl came over, we watched that shit, um, watched it outside, which was cool. I was, uh, grilling, uh, like, you know, about side note about grilling. I didn't want to leave my grill out in my backyard. It's, you know, it's heavy. It's too heavy to steal. Like, I don't think you could co- covertly steal this grill. It's got to weigh a 150 pounds, maybe. I mean, that bitch got wheels. It's, it's a, move. it's a he- yeah, it has wheels to move, but like you, you could you could move it, but you could not you could not steal it easily. <laughs> like you 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 could wheel it somewhere, but it it would be a slow wheeling, and you couldn't do it quietly. <laughs> like you couldn't just like, hey, let's let's swipe this grill. But still, right. despite that, um, I didn't want to keep it sitting outside. So, um, especially because I didn't buy a cover for it. I thought about it, but I'm like, I don't know how comfortable I am with just leaving it outside in the first place. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to buy a cover. Um, I'd rather just wheel it in and out of the garage as I yeah, plan on using sense. it. And then, and then even, and what I might do too is like um, over the weekend, I wheeled it out of the garage, out of the, the side door that leads into my backyard. And then I wheeled it into the backyard and, you know, you know, used it there. What I might do in the future is probably just put the garage door up and then just wheel it out from underneath the the garage and maybe just cook in like the dry, the little driveway entry ramp or whatever and just have the gate to my backyard open. So I don't know. But um, since it was Saturday, um, I had it out there, cooked up, cooked up some wings and some sausages. So, you know, we was eating that, watching the, watching the UFC thing and um, I knew it was going to rain the next day, that Sunday, but it wasn't supposed to start until maybe like midday, something like that. So I was cool. You know, uh, you know, once, you know, once it cooled off or whatever, well, I, I can't even guarantee it was cooled off, but like, you know, once I was done cooking, I left it out there and I was like, I'll move it into the garage in the morning and Sunday morning, uh, you know, I, I knew it was going to rain. So I was like, let me hurry up, wheel it back into the garage. 
the dope thing about storing it in the garage is that if I sometimes when I come in the garage, I can just smell that smoky meat barbecue <laughs> smell. And it's it's amazing. And even now it's um you all smoked candle and shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's like even now, like it's it's now Thursday. I use, I mean Wednesday. I used it on Saturday. If I go open the lid right now, it, it's just come into the garage, start working. I walk over there and just lift it up and smell it. Like, oh god, it smells so good in there. <laughs> then I come and sit down. But yeah, that was my uh, that was most of my day. Oh oh, duh. And then also I finished off the last dance. Um, and that one I actually I actually watched it live. I think, which was the only time I watched any episode live. I think I, no, I didn't watch all of the first one live. I watched, because I came in kind of late. So, I don't know, we'll say half an hour in or something. Actually, no, I, actually, I remember it was 40 minutes in. So, I missed, I missed the first 40 minutes of episode nine. I watched episode 10 live. And then when episode 10 was over, I went back and watched the first 40 minutes to episode nine. So, okay. I watched it the same day and I watched episode 10 live. So, that was, that was the first. Because all... All previous eight episodes, I either watched entirely after the fact, or I watched one of them that night and then the other the next day. Uh, so that was fun. Um, I think that might be a good time for maybe we could transition into that since that was one of the topics anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, um, so I, I really so I really like the, the sequence of like the last two episodes. I, I like... I really like how they ended the 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 series on the uh um uh on the jazz game that series mm-hmm. and I think more than just the stuff about Jordan like I was really impressed with Pippin's will to like stay in the game with his back issues and shit like he was mm-hmm. going out for 5 minutes coming back in 5 10 minutes going back and getting back to and What's crazy is that you can. I, I just wonder when they do re, when they record shit like on certain players. Like it has to be like thousands and thousands and thousands of reels of B roll of just random players that they never get to use for for some shit like this. Like mm-hmm. there is no real reason to really film uh, Pippen like that, like a hurting player. Like it was so much film on just how he was hurting during that game. And it was just it was just dope for them to make you know to have that storyline of just you know him being a decoy in the game like they they probably didn't realize how bad it was you know uh, the Utah but the fact that his presence just made for such a better game uh, I I thought that was that was pretty fucking dope um, was was this was nine and ten was that about uh, Steve Kerr or that was seven and eight. No, yeah, that was uh, that was nine. Beginning of nine, yeah. So yeah. I, I vaguely remember the history of Steve Kerr's dad and being overseas, but I wasn't. I don't think I really re- totally remember. And that just fucking floored me, dog. I was just crazy as yeah, fuck to no, see his dad, I, I, his dad get murdered over over overseas and shit. Like that was just fucking insane, dude. Like I can sympathize, you can sympathize having lost a parent and stuff like that, but just that way, you know what I mean? I was just like, what the fuck, dude? 
That, that yeah, I was just blown away, man. I mean, Steve Kerr's um he's definitely moved up the rankings as far as just people I like in the NBA. And it's not necessarily because of a player, although I was definitely impressed with him standing up to uh to Jordan. Um and it seemed like no, okay, never mind. I'll I'll say that part. But you know, so he's moved up the ranking of just people. Um and you know, obviously being being a good coach and stuff, and then his just uh his his activism speak talking points, you know, during these last few years of fuck shit happening and stuff. But just the the just the, his storyline just was just was just crazy to me, man. I just was like, wow, that's a to overcome such, you know, crazy shit with your parent and and you know, that's just a wild man. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was that was definitely the best part of uh of watching that was the the Steve Kerr piece, just because like like I said, like I thought like I said last week, I was like, man, I bet he's had an interesting <laughs> definitely yeah. had an interesting life. Yeah, I, I I found that part to be uh to be really interesting. And I, I'm glad that they spent some time on Steve Kerr because I mean I, I I've always liked him, but like that really that pushed him significantly higher on my list combined with like what he's doing right now. So, um, yeah, that was dope. Um, I liked reliving some of the, uh, some of those, those big moments, like the flu game and yeah. the, the shot on Brian Russell. Like, um, I, I had been waiting for that for a few episodes. Cause I, I didn't really know when that would ever fit in just because like the whole thing was, uh, is supposedly about that final year. And, but in reality, it's pretty much 10 episodes about Michael Jordan and then it would go back and forth in time so often that I couldn't, I had no way of knowing, okay, when are they going to start? When are they going to talk about the flu game? When are they going to talk about um, the shot on Brian Russell? So like, you know, when is that going to, when is that going to come up? So um, watching that again was dope. Um, the, uh, the, the part where he mentioned that um, he got sick because he had ordered pizza the night before and five people delivered it. <laughs> And everybody else was like, I'll know about this. And then Jordan, dumbass, I ate the whole pizza by myself. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, like, five people delivered it. You in a different city about to knock a team out the playoffs. Everybody who's with you is like, yeah, I don't know about this. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to eat it anyway. You're the most Bro. important person, though. Like, everybody else, you should have been the main one talking about you ain't going to eat it. Man, I, I – well, I think what's crazy about that story is that, you know, over the years, you know, there's been rumors of other things happening other than him just having a flu. I think the, the most other, other thing I recall is, you know, him having a possible hangover or whatever. But it just seems crazy if this is the actual story, that this storyline resurfaces 20 years later or however long that was versus any other story. Like, damn, I've never heard any rumor of a fucking this fucking piece gate shit happening up until now, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like either they really kept it under wraps like that and didn't want it to come out that it was a fucking pizza or Jordan has had everybody coached on that's what the fucking story is going to be. I mean, no matter what the story is, whether it's a hangover, whether it's a flu, whether it's pizza, the nigga was sick and he played like a fucking crazy man. So, it, I mean, I think how is more is really insignificant but the fact that he kind of willed through that was is to me the most, you know, 
wild part about that whole thing. He could have had, you know, fucking stomach bug from just whatever the fuck. But he was clearly sick as fuck, you know. He was not 100%, and that was for damn sure. Whether the storyline is fucking pizza or the flu, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I feel I, I find it hard to believe the pizza thing. Like, I just don't see that staying fucking private for all these years. Uh, yeah, and then I mean, it, it's, it's been 22 years, and it's called the flu game, not the food poisoning game. Yeah, so like, so, y'all didn't think y'all didn't think food poisoning rolled off the tongue is good or something? Like, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but, you know, like I say, though, you know, whatever his illness was, you could tell he was fucking out of it. And, you know, he fucking, you know, will through it between him and uh, Pippen's bad back. And, you know, they, they fucking, they end up, they, they won the fucking series and won the, won the uh, title that year. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's crazy. But I don't know. I, I'm finding it real hard to really, to, 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 to follow with this fucking piece of, piece of shit. Uh, but he yeah. was sick and, it, and he, and he came uh, through. The other cool thing. Yeah, and uh, the other cool thing was um, this wasn't so much a cool thing of the documentary, but a cool thing of the response was uh, everybody on Twitter talking about Carl Malone. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Carl Malone, dog. Like, man, he got dragged. And like, not now, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it, you know what it's like? It's exactly like the Bill Cosby shit. Because you remember Hannibal Burris mentioned the Bill Cosby thing, and it kind of go anywhere right away and then time passed and then it came up again and it was kind of like Hannibal Burris mentioned this Hannibal Burris mentioned, and then Hannibal Burris got like like I don't know all popular from it or whatever right right but right. like Bill Cosby was doing what he was doing back in you know the 60s and 70s probably or maybe even later to that and then nothing really came of it until you know what the past I don't know five years or so and it was it's it's kind of just like that like back then like, didn't nobody really say shit about Carl Malone? No, like, nothing. And it was like a few things were known a little bit, but, like, nothing was really just, like, out there to where it was like, yo, this nigga's a problem. And when they started tweeting about it, because they, they didn't talk about Carl Malone's personal shit in the documentary. No, everything was just kept, you know, basketball. There was nothing crazy about anything mentioned about him, you know, personal life or any of that shit. That was all social media. Um, yeah. And, and now because of that, now I'm seeing articles about what Carl Malone did. And then now I'm seeing shit like Carl Malone and Brian Russell were the only two people from the, in the, from the jazz that they asked to be on a documentary that declined. And I'm like, huh, interesting stuff here. <laughs> like, and some of the stuff about Carl Malone, uh, like, like Carl Malone, man, <laughs> that nigga is a scumbag. Like, bruh. Like, so what so was the major? So what was the major know, thing? Yeah, I, about to, I just about to say, yeah. What was the, some of the things that, that people may not know? So there. So the lesser thing that people, most people, I think, are at, least, at the very least aware of is that um, his daughter Cheryl Ford, who played for. Ooh, I don't remember who she played for, but she played in the w WNBA. She played and for was the like Pistons. I mean, not the Pistons. She played um, for the Detroit team. The Spark. Spark, uh, right? Well, uh, they were no, uh, no, shock. They were the shock. shock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she played for somebody else too, though. Uh, I think she had a I think she spent more time with a different team. 
I don't know. Or maybe it's her college career that I'm thinking of. But whatever the case may be, she was um, wildly popular or whatever. And apparently that nigga didn't even <laughs> enter into her life until she got popping as a <laughs> as an athlete. <laughs> it was like an absent ass father until then. Uh, so that was like fairly common knowledge. But the less common knowledge thing was that um, there's an NFL player whose name escapes me at the moment, who is Carmelo's biological son. And Carmelo has had nothing to do with this guy. And it's because he impregnated this dude's mother when he was in college and the mom was 13. <laughs> and, oh, fuck. And yeah, so, so like wow. he didn't claim his kid their 90s or something like that. Like um, they, I think the family like took him to court or some shit and asked him to pay like some some wildly low amount of money per month in child support like two hundred dollars or some shit and um he one refused to do that two they did the paternity test to prove that he was actually the father of this kid which uh, again proves that he he impregnated the mom when she was underage and then he ended up settling out of court for some undisclosed amount and has never fucked with this dude and then uh, there's also a thing where this is like hearsay, but there was a thing where um, he was supposed supposedly made inappropriate comments toward Kobe's wife. Like apparently him, Carmelo and his wife was cool with Kobe and his wife. And there was some exchange where, uh, you know, Carmelo dressed like a cowboy all the time. Like he'd be mm-hmm. having like hats and like cowboy boots and shit like that. Right. And um, because he has a farm, he has a he. I think he, like that's his main money maker right now. Is he has some farm or some shit like that. And um, he came to a game or something dressed like a dressed like a goddamn farmer, like usual. And um, uh, Kobe's wife, like they, he, Kobe said, like they used to like you know crack jokes on each other back and forth. But like Kobe's wife said something like, uh, uh "Why are you dressed up like a cowboy? Who are you out here trying to hunt?" And he says so he looked at her and said something like, "I'm trying to hunt little Mexican girls." Like, Ooh, and I, don't, I don't even think she's Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know if she I mean, is. She's but... not Mexican, is she? Uh, I, but I, I don't think it's I don't Mexican. Know if she is, <laughs> but... but yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay. Wow. And <laughs> <Little> Mexicans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and told uh, Carmelo's wife about it, and him and Kobe had like a falling out about it, and he never even claimed like he never even like tried to deny that he said it he just said something like oh my bad if she, she got offended or something like that and kobe was like yeah wouldn't nobody be cool with nobody with, with somebody saying something like that to their wife so i didn't even, i didn't even know about that come back shit across the board i didn't know about that either um actually i had to find that out because um somebody mentioned it somewhere that i i, I look I, I looked that up I had to Google that because I was like, I don't know what happened with Kobe. But yeah, the Cheryl Ford thing um, is the most common thing. But like the fact that he was able to impregnate a 13-year-old and nobody said anything or knew about it, it wasn't even really out there like that. And how is he not in jail when there's a paternity test to prove it? Like <laughs> like if you have a DNA test to prove you fucked a 13-year-old, I don't know how you stay out of prison. But I don't know. He's <laughs> He didn't. <laughs> he didn't go to prison. So uh, yeah, and, like all those tweets have prompted like mad articles and stuff like that so i don't know what who knows maybe he will end up uh 
I mean, I think a lot of it just, you know, the the push of the social media has right now, you know, can open up all kind of shit and and so forth. So, you know, like, you know, of course, Bill Cosby was doing slum ass shit, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. And, you know, because of social media not being what it was, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, use articles would come out apparently and then, you know, shit wouldn't happen, you know, but. With so the push the social media has right now, man, you fuck up now, you're gonna be done for a while. I mean, the the people tend to forget after a while, you know. But there's gonna be a sting, you know, kind of like you know, uh, um, fuck uh, Louis C.K., which he which he hasn't because he tried to come back too early, and you know, and try to do fuck boy shit again. Um, and you know, just other players and shit. I mean, other people, uh, it, this shit happens. It comes in waves. Then they could come back later in life or something. But we had that conversation before on our podcast. Like, dog, you rich, you have lots of fucking money. No one's t- taking your shit. Go somewhere and be quiet for five years. <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and just live because you go come back early, do some fuck shit. And all they got to do is one fucking tweet goes viral. Or a bunch of people talking about uh, make you making a trending topic, and then your ass is done again. Like we don't, owe, you don't, owe, we don't owe you the opportunity to be famous and make money again. Like no one owes you that shit, you know. So if somehow you get you become forgiven by lack of people's memory and shit, you know, so be it. But you know, we no one owes you an opportunity. Um, to come back after fuck shit and, you know, as if nothing happened. Uh, I seen something about Matt Lauer posted, did an article about something. He posted, I forget what it was. Um, And someone started dragging him again about his shit. Like you should be the fuck quiet for a few more years. Your shit's still fresh, Mm -hmm. my nigga. Like (laughs) there's nothing you should be out here about, you know, and you decided to want to come back, you know, earlier than you supposed to and you know and, <laughs> and then we ain't having it dog you need to go back you know what i'm saying you <laughs> matt louder made plenty of fucking money and it ain't your time dog somebody did a good quote uh somebody did a good tweet about him and uh what's the other chick meg uh fuck is her name meg ryan not meg ryan what's the chick meg megan uh Megan McCain? Me, not Megan McCain. I don't know. Is it a Megan McCain? Uh, yeah, John McCain's daughter that's on The View. Her name Megan? I thought her name was something else. Um, I'm pretty the, sure it's Megan. Megan Kelly. It's Megan Kelly. That's who it is. And she's always she's she's always just yep. said fuck shit. But someone did a tweet earlier, and I uh, and it was basically just confirming about how just white people could be mediocre and somehow make a good ass living. And, you know, (laughs) they just keep doing it for some odd reason. Uh, Someone said, uh, huh? Oh, go ahead. How do I what? Are you talking to me or your wife? No, I thought you were going to say how. I thought you were going to say something like how. Oh, I was, was, but I was saying you could finish your your thought first. Oh, uh, 
Someone said, uh, okay, the tweet says, Goodness, I remember when Matt Lauer's story broke and someone wrote a hilarious story on why Lauer's career wasn't worth saving because he was a dime a dozen white guy with no special talent and it was actually written by a white guy. And that's true. Then it says, Matt and Megan are the same, adequately intelligent people who luck up upon great jobs but are highly replaceable. Unfortunately, they never realize this and keep trying to stay relevant. And that's so points to them and shit. Hmm. Like, there are so many people who can replace or who has replaced Matt Lauer and so many people better people than Megan Kelly, but instead they 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 somehow keep trying to be fucking relevant. Because Megan Kelly at some point was making like in like double digit millions for her her T V uh anchor shit or whatever the fuck she did. Um uh, but she continues to be a fuck person too, so <clears throat> that's probably why they, that's probably why they do that because they know that they're easily replaceable so it's like okay let me make sure that i do something to stay relevant because i am easily replaceable <laughs> like they probably know what's a matt lauer motherfucker that had like the uh, the button on his desk that locked the door or some shit <laughs> like some creepy ass shit yeah he had like, some shit, shit came like in, that. he could lock the door or something from his desk yeah it was some Fuck, it, man <laughs> it was some weird ass fucking shit he had going dog uh and he got out to eat. Like, I thought he was going to get, like, the benefit of the doubt of some crazy shit once it hit the news. That nigga was out. It was, like, Monday morning. He's gone. He's not even here anymore. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> Hell, yeah. No, they got Matt Lauer to fuck up out the paint Bruh, so fast. They got him out like he was a black man, dog. Like, he was done, done. Like, like there was no trace of him again. The news story hit for a few weeks, and then you just didn't hear his name anymore. Like I, when I seen his name a few yeah, weeks, few weeks, few days ago, I was like, "What the fuck is he doing out so early?" Like as an out in the public, like he should be fucking just. He probably I, I don't know what he's made, but I'm assuming he's in the tens of twenty, thirty, forty, you know, maybe fifty million bucks or some shit in the time he's been out. Like he's been a talking point on you know the morning. Was it uh, was he on CBS News or some shit like that? Um, yeah, I think he but, was on a. Uh... Like Good Morning America or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, he was on. So he was on. One he was of on the big time TV. Shows. He was on big time TV making a ton. And, and for the sake of argument, he's made forty million dollars in his life. You stay your ass where the fuck you been. If you know what's good for you, but you know I, it goes back to the whole thing we've <laughs> talked about. You make it like a threat <laughs> if you know yeah, what's good for you. Yeah, like I mean, <laughs> only things will come out now is that more people will potentially come out. And he's been you know doing fuck shit too. So it's like, dog, you need to stay the fuck, stay the fuck quiet, dog. Like. Just, just chill. Like you made wonder, so much fucking money, dog. Like, why do you want to come back? I, I, I wonder what, what's the magical mathematical equation that results in whether or not somebody essentially has to pay for their crimes. Like, how do you? How does Matt Lauer say, for instance? Like, they got Matt Lauer out the paint instantly. Like, whoever that was, NBC, ABC, CBS, whoever the fuck. They got Matt Lauer up out of there so fucking fast. But, like, look at uh, Teflon Don, Teflon Don Trump. Like, that motherfucker gets away with everything. Like, he, don't, he, he could do anything, dog. Like, he just get away with everything. And then you look at Bill Cosby. He got caught up decades after the fact, and they got him about the paint. But Carl Malone here still, Carl Malone still out here living amongst the free. And just See, I, I, I wonder, shit dad. I wonder if it's just the lack of jail time or like court ordered shit that kind of solidifies it with people. Because 
I mean, you just say Mike Vick, for instance. Mike Vick then went to jail, lost millions and all that shit. And people still hate his ass, but a lot of people like myself, I'm in a position and I, I am a dog lover. I love, I have dog. I've, I've, I've had dogs. I have a dog. You know, I feel like people shouldn't do animals like that. And then that motherfucker has paid his dues to society. He's lost millions. He lost his pretty much lost his career earlier than he should have. And they should leave him the fuck alone. Carbalone ain't fucking been to jail. Uh, Matt Lauer ain't been to fucking jail. I mean, there's no, there's nothing they've lost except for, I guess, future earnings. But they're not losing what they, they've not lost their freedom. They haven't lost potential money, maybe uh, lawsuits or something. But for the most part, they straight. Matt Lauer, don't, if he manages money right, he probably don't have to work again in his life. You know, so, you know, the, but I, again, we, we, we said it many times. I, there's a thing with white people not wanting to not be able to go without something. They just can't mm-hmm. take it. Like they gotta be able to do some shit, you know. So yeah, you can't. I have, think it's also you oh, just can't. And I'll just say you just you, you. It's not. We live in a we living in a society now where people are not gonna let people forget that shit. So yeah, I think it's also just court of public opinion. Because if you look at if you look at Bill Cosby. I think what Bill Cosby did was known for a long time. He didn't get caught up until the public was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, let's get this guy up out of here. And then, then it happened. And then Matt Lauer, same deal. Matt Lauer's shit came out. Public was like, yo, get him the fuck out of here. And that's what happened. But Carl Malone, the public never said, get him the fuck up out of here. Now they're saying it. So now it makes me wonder, like, now is Carl Malone going to have to suffer repercussions because now the public knows about it to a larger degree? And now they're going to try to get him out of there? Same thing with Mike Vick. Same thing with, um, oh, shit, I forgot the other person I was going to mention. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's like, I think it's like once people start getting upset about it, that's when people take action. And that's not how it should work. Like the, uh, another example, uh, my man, uh, the dude who got uh, run down by the white guys uh, last week, uh, Aubrey. Oh, Aubrey, um, yeah. Yeah, like they had that video since February. They didn't arrest them dudes until we saw the video and everybody else got mad. Then it was like, oh, shit. Now they know that we, now, now, now they know we allow lynching here. <laughs> Maybe yeah, we should do yeah. something. Right, right. I mean, I think a lot of it is that it's, it's never that it's never when they see the video is when we, and I say we as in the public that wants to, wants to, to, to not be uh, tolerant of the fuck shit. So that's the we. And it's not until we see it is that when it matters. You know, like that, that shit was two months ago. And uh, motherfuckers didn't give a hell. They if well, it, it was so crazy about as I'm learning more about that story. They released the video. From what I understand, they as in the two, the dude who recorded it was in cahoots with the two guys who was involved to shoot it. They released the video in hopes that that would uh, free them. But in reality, <laughs> oh, okay. it fucking it, in reality <laughs> they got fucked more. Why would you? Re- release a video if you killed a guy two butts ago and no one said anything about it <laughs> like like you you've already gotten away with it essentially don't, don't put the video out give give people reason for you to not get away with it bro that is the most stupidest shit ever like we would have been so like I, I 
I was talking uh, to my boss because he he has a background in law, and we we're just talking about just how the legal parts about certain stuff, and 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 we and and he was just saying I was asking him like from a legal standpoint, what grounds do they even have? And he's like, they you can't initiate some shit like that like they did, and then claim self defense or something like that. You can't you can't be the initiator. Now, if Aubrey was fucking run, jogging down the fucking block and he see y'all standing at your pickup with y'all fucking guns and shit and he just comes over and sucker punch you and shit, okay, you have maybe a fucking, you know, inclination to shoot a motherfucker on some old stand your ground shit, if that's the case. It's not the case and y'all fucking chase this fucker down and then he's fighting with y'all so you shoot him. Of course, a motherfucker's not gonna let y'all fucking shoot him. So he right. fucking defends himself, and then you know you guys shoot him on some. He was breaking in the houses. So uh, I got I send you the link if I get a chance if I can remember it. But I, it was a, a somebody did an article on like a time lapse of that whole thing. Like he's jogging down a block. There's a there's a house being built. He goes in the house and looks in the house. Now background, um, just for anybody else who know, I'm not, I'm assuming you don't, but just because I didn't I didn't see this shit either until uh there so ago. There's been video surveillance of of just people just coming into the house looking at I guess it's just a thing there. Like if it's a house that's being built, people would just come up and just walk in there. No one's fucking up shit. They're just looking in the house, then they walk off. They had a time lapse of like six months of like people, I'm saying six months, maybe three, four months, but more than the last month or whatever. They had video from November of people just coming in there, looking in the house, and then leaving. Tons of fucking people. Black people, white people, kids, adults, whatever. They had all these people doing this shit. So... No one fucking called the police on all the random white people that he came up, or no one tried to do a citizen's arrest on all these other people. They just tried it on him, the fucking black guy. Um, so it's crazy. Now the fuck, the fuck shit is that. Did you see or hear that uh, there was a video release of uh, interaction that Aubrey had with the police some months ago? Nah. So th- I didn't watch it yet, but from what I understand, there's this uh, video of police his a police interaction with him i'm not sure if he had did something wrong or not but apparently he's like really irate with the police officer and all this shit and the police officer seems like he's scared and all this shit and so i don't know if it's released i mean if it's released for the sake of trying to discredit him aubrey but whatever the case none of that shit is is supposed to be a a a reason for some people to fucking gun him down though. Like if he was fucking irate and punched a cop and then even steal, that's not reason for a motherfucker to try to do a fucking citizen arrest and and end up killing the motherfucker for some, for for what you think he did or some shit. It's still no fucking reason, you know? So I didn't watch the video yet. I mean, I don't think it really makes a fucking difference because who the fuck is you to decide to want to give this man a fucking death sentence because you think he's breaking in the house, which he really wasn't. Yeah, it makes me wonder if um, that interaction with the cops, because um, I know one of those guys used to be a district attorney or some shit and was cool with the cops. It makes me wonder if that wasn't a, oh, we thought he was trying to break it to a house, so we were trying to do a citizen's arrest. I wonder if it was more of a retaliation for him saying whatever he said to this cop. Like maybe that cop was cool with the one guy who was the district attorney or whatever. Hmm. And maybe that was a retaliation on them. And since they are cool with the cops, 
they knew they could get away with it. Man. But then, the, but then the video came out. <laughs> then the video came out. Like, you motherfuckers, and if that's true, I, I, I'll definitely fact check, but if you guys, you the, the if you fuckers decided to release a video thinking it's going to help you, and then, <laughs> no, that shit totally backfired, my nigga. Good. Totally fucking backfired. So, fuck, yeah, fuck shit. Um, Quick question. How, how do you think how do you think the Bill Cosby shit is going to impact his legacy once he dies? And when I say his legacy, I don't even mean like how people are going to look at Bill Cosby 20 years from now. I'm talking about the day it happens. What do you think Twitter's going to look like? Okay, so I think it's going to be two sides. There's going to be a there's going to be a there's going to be a side that is a good riddance, you know, he was a trash-ass human being, you know, all of these, you know, sexual assaults and things of that and so forth. Then there's going to be a side that says, you know, despite all of that, he was a, a, a great actor, a great comedian. He was on one of the, the most popular uh, black family TV shows. And groundbreaking. 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 Not, groundbreaking television shows. And there's so there's gonna be those two sides. Um, so what but, side do you fall on? I fall on the side that he's gone. I like, <laughs> I like, I, I mean, I, I can appreciate the, the impact if he had, you know, with the Cosby show and the things he's done, you know, in, in comedy and stuff like that, but he was. He seemed to be more of a trash human being than he than he did good. So it's just a, a a part in history that doesn't even like I can't. Other than the Cosby Show, I mean, I know he's a, he did com- he was a comedian and he had you know uh, he he was in movies and stuff like that. But none of that stuff is to the point where I feel like he he needs to be heralded as some kind of hero in in black entertainment. You know, I think he fucked up with way more people than 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 he did good and. I think once he actually dies, it's just going to be a distant fucking memory. And I'm, I don't feel this. I don't feel the need to lean um, towards pushing his accolades because I think the shit he did was far worse. Yeah. I think that had none of this come out, say, say none of this came out and none of us really knew about about anything like that or even if we did it didn't blow up to the degree that it did him dying would be one of those like legendary days where it's like oh man we lost one of the greats like prince dying or something like that like somebody who was the great in their field and now it's not it's it's gonna be nothing like that it's gonna be like you said it's gonna be people who are like oh man that kind of (laughs) sucks he was dope until we found out about what he was doing and then there's going to be the people that are like yeah fuck him anyway who cares and it's like man that's crazy to think that like if he died 10 years ago it would have been like the biggest fucking deal like everybody like huge mourning and just like everybody like oh man we lost one of the greats man this is crazy and now it's going to be most people are going to be like eh fuck him (laughs) like damn like that's crazy dog that huge of a fall from grace oh yeah his fault is his fault has been huge and but thing is, there are people that still feel like he didn't do it. 
And there's still people that feel yeah. like, why did they bring it up and all this stuff? Like, y'all don't got mothers and sisters? Like, what the fuck wrong with y'all niggas, man? Oh, because he's trying to buy NBC, dog. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> if he only would have bought NBC, bro. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, so I think it's just I think it's his his image, his his reputation, his his accomplishments and in black entertainment is tarnished and there's no recovery. Like I was shocked that he made it to twenty twenty being in jail. Um I thought just the stress of that shit was just gonna kill him, you know. Um but you know, I, I think the same could go for like a uh, a similar could go for like an R. Kelly. Uh, his, I think his cases, his trial should be coming up soon. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be another one that you know, like <laughs> the conver- there's been like you know small conversations of like, man, he would have really fucking killed one of these versus competitions and shit. <laughs> you know, like, just, <laughs> like I mean, listen, that's that's. Funny, but man, that's so fucked up. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> like the man. That's what we gonna look at that for. Like, man, he had a fire versus man. Like, who who would R. Kelly went up against? You know what I'm saying? I was just about to say that, but real talk though, hey, nobody fuck with that man. No, 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 no. I don't think I don't think anybody will want to. Like, I can't uh, see a soul that will wanna that will want to go against him. Like uh, his, he wouldn't have had he wouldn't have had competition. He wouldn't have no, had competition. No, yeah, he wouldn't have nobody. Nobody currently living. Nope, nope, not at all, not at all. So I mean, to to his credit, that would have been uh, one that he would have murdered anybody who was close to to coming up against him, you know. But he's another one. His 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 shit's done, you know. And and it's just I don't know, man. I I just wonder what goes through the minds of people like a R. Kelly and stuff that just that does the fuck shit he did, man. Like, and, and then too, what, and that's another one that his, him being in jail and all of this stuff uh, surfacing is uh, uh, a push for social media and, and so forth. Uh, what's the, what's the woman's name? Who's from here? Who's been spearheading the uh, documentary? Uh, God damn, I can't think of her name. Mm, um, I don't know. But a uh, uh, dream Hampton. Um, had she not, you know, been wanting to come forth with trying to help these victims and, you know, bring these stories to light and with, with the push of social media and stuff, man, that shit would have been just like it has been for years. And there's still people, uh, who, who still sides with R. Kelly, which is crazy as fuck being that there's a whole nother fucking season of fucking, what's the show called? Uh, Surviving R. Kelly. So, 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 dog, the fact that, th- think about that title, dog. That t- I was just about to say that. That title alone. That title, survi- <laughs> like, there are people who had to survive this nigga, dog. <laughs> but, like, that really puts it in perspective. Like, just think yeah, about it. Yeah. They had like, to survive him. Like, like, just think about a surviving uh, Bill Cosby. Like, that shit would have been crazy, dog. Like, <laughs> it's just nuts, man. So, just the, the height of social media, you know, definitely is a, can 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 take a role and definitely taking a role excuse me and how you know this stuff is coming to light and again you still got people i remember when what was it didn't r kelly have a concert here or something and these niggas were still going like don't y'all know (laughs) like y'all gotta know like y'all 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 on fucking facebook uh you know, doing all kind of fuck shit. Y'all gotta know. Y'all gotta read the paper. Y'all gotta know the the online news or something. Y'all, you just totally gonna ignore how fucked up he is b- because you enjoy his music. 
like, man, give I still me a think he, break. I still think he has less fans now than Bill Cosby do, though. Like, like niggas hate R. Kelly. Dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> like oh, I think yeah. R. Kelly, R. Kelly dies, it's gonna be like. Yeah, it's, it's definitely gonna be a lot. Be the, it's gonna be the longest cares. pause ever. Like, okay, cool. Okay. It's gonna be some people that's upset for sure, but <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and to uh, Cosby's credit and age, you know, he he has a career that's expanded back into what the sixties and shit, maybe even the fifties. Um, yeah, at least sixties so for sure. Yeah, so he has a long-standing career, of, you know, and I mean, I the. The Cosby Show is the you know the groundbreaking thing that, that has kept the the the, the Cosby uh, on good terms name alive. Of you know that that was you know brown groundbreaking. You had a a successful black family, you know, uh, and kids going to college, and you know he was he was a doctor. What was was his wife? Was she was she a homemaker? Or was she at home or she was? No, was she I think she was a, she a lawyer. You know what that sounds familiar. Maybe she was. She was something, but whatever the case, you know, you had a successful doctor. You had, you know, kids growing up going to school and, you know, not bad and, you know, except for a strange ass uh um the oldest, not the oldest sisters, second oldest sister. Uh, uh Denise. Denise. Yeah, because I know it was another oldest sister. I can't think of her name. Yeah, um, the one that was never there because she was in college already. And she had yeah. uh the, the corny, corny boyfriend, which she ended up she ended up marrying. Um, What's his name? El- Elton, Elton Eldon or something like that? El- Elton. Elton. Yeah. And <laughs> How then, come I don't remember her name, but I remember his. Yeah, I don't know I why. I that goddamn show in 20 years. <laughs> and I remember Elton because he had got shamed for working at uh, uh, one of them stores oh, and uh, shit. Was it? Uh, yeah, like a grocery store and shit. That yeah. Was fucked up, man. <laughs> no, that was real fucked up, dog. <laughs> he did Elton so wrong. Uh, <laughs> and what, uh, was he working at Trader Joe's? Yeah, I think he was working at Trader Joe's or some shit. Hey man, my man can't have a nine to five. What the fuck? I mean, shit, he was Elton. What the fuck he been doing? <laughs> How much money was he making off the Cosby Show? Right, like, I wonder, come on I wonder, now. Do they still get? I mean, they gotta still get like residuals and shit, right? Or does it? Or do they not get it once it's not airing? Because uh, it don't air no great, more, right? I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it airs anymore. Yeah, so I'm like, he had. To, I feel like he had to been getting checks off that shit for a minute, but I mean, obviously not enough. I wonder if they ever I, I wonder how many of the cast members they've spoken to about that. I feel like I remember uh somebody asking him about it. I think I remember seeing somebody ask like Rudy about it. But has anybody asked the I'm saying Theo, like I know his fucking name. Uh Malcolm Jamal Warner. Like has oh, yeah. anybody asked him about it? Uh I think they may have. I've never seen anything about it though. Uh, Sandra, that's her name. Oh, yep, that's it, yep. Sandra, and I don't know what the hell she's ever played in other than that. I mean, she probably have, but, you know, uh, probably ain't been nothing too crazy. I think, I don't know who's really been successful other than uh, Felicia Rashad. Uh, uh, um, Malcolm Jamal Warner has been you know, throughout his career. I don't think yeah. Vanessa, Vanessa, uh, I forget her real name, but I, I don't know if she's done um, too much. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Malcolm Jamal Warner probably had the most successful post Cosby Show career, because um, I know he had um, he had the Malcolm and Eddie Show, um, which was actually pretty good. Um, and I know he's done a lot of TV parts. I know I think he was on a season of The Leftovers actually. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, I didn't watch yeah, The Leftovers, so yeah, okay. But so. yeah, Malcolm and Eddie was Malcolm and Eddie was dope. Oh fuck! I remember Malcolm Eddie. God damn it! Damn, that yeah. was cool. 
Yeah, yeah. He, had a, he had a good stint with that. Yeah, I, okay, I remember that now. I don't know, I totally lost that one, but yeah. Fucking Malcolm now that I think about it, cause I saw a thing that um, I don't know where I saw it, but it was like ranking uh, black TV shows. And I don't know. I don't know if you saw it because I don't know where I saw it. So I don't know if it's a place where you would have even been able to see it. But it was something where like I think it was on Twitter. It had like uh, it had tiers of black TV shows. And it was like the God tier, like the the like really good tier the medium tier and the low tier something like that mm-hmm. and i don't i don't remember all the shows that were in it or where they were ranked or anything like that but like it makes it, it just made me think like i feel like malcolm and eddie is kind of underrated because like, i haven't watched it obviously since it aired but like reflecting on like how much i enjoyed it when it was on i feel like malcolm and eddie was probably kind of underrated i think like, like, eddie griffin well, really killed it on that show the fact that I totally forgot about it and I remember it being a good show kind of shows I think a lot of people may have probably done the same thing and that was an actual dope show Man, I forgot, I totally forgot about that goddamn show I did too until we started talking about Theo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh yeah, yeah Malcolm and Eddie yeah, that shit I was do. dope I had totally fucking forgot about that show yeah and I don't think uh, Keisha Knight Pullum has done much um, uh, yeah I don't think they really Denise, I don't think she did. She had a couple of acting roles. Uh, I, forgot, I don't know. I can't think of her fucking name. Lisa Bonet. Um, but yeah, I saw uh, was uh, Felicia Rashad. She was in this. Uh, <laughs> and I know you haven't seen it because I know you ain't watching Tyler Perry shits. Uh, <laughs> she was in a recent one with him, and she was bad shit fucking crazy. Really? Uh, hmm. Yeah. Um, she was in. Um, it was about her home. It was a uh, a chick she knew, a friend of hers who had married this dude, and he ended up being fucking crazy and shit. Uh, it was and hilarious. Ty- and then Tyler Perry gave him AIDS. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was this one funny ass scene where there uh, this the dude she had, the, the friend that married this dude. And he just ended being this. This super controlling ass motherfucker, and it kept it kept being some memes about it. So then, you know, she found out he wasn't shit, and he wasn't leaving. So he's at the house, and he's sitting on the bed, no shirt and shit, with a uh, smoking a cigarette, and he's trying to yell yell at her to get his ashtray, and he just kept saying, "Ashtray, bitch, ashtray, bitch." I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> that sounds like Tyler Perry dialogue. Ashtray, yeah. bitch. Ashtray, bitch. <laughs> And then somebody like made like a, a a song out of it, and it was just you know do 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 ashtray bitch, dude. <laughs> it was some crazy dumb shit. But yeah, she was nuts in that. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, because uh, I, I, like I said, but you know, going back to you know the legacies and uh, stuff of like uh, R. Kelly, Bill Cosby. I, I think when he, he when Mark, when Bill finally passes on, you know, I think it's just you know he's just gonna be gone, and it's not gonna be. I don't think it's going to be a real day of fucking mourning and remembering his shit because, you know, most, the most recent memories of, you know, is him being some old druggy ass rapist. So that's just kind of how it's going to go. I'm really sitting here kind of hung up on the R. Kelly versus battle. <laughs> like, like I want to see it now. <laughs> no. like, like who does, who does he go up against? I, like man, at, so, Chris Brown, get the fuck out of here, Chris Brown. I, you got I, nothing I, for him. First off, I imagine that the sound is going to be perfect. <laughs> right. There's going to be no internet hiccups. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. 
<laughs> what if he did it and it was <laughs> he did it from the same room for the for the video? <laughs> Bruh. With the fucking wood like, yo, that's that same chair in the right. That's that same chair you made her sit on. <laughs> yeah. That you know what? If if by chance, if you know, just for the sake of just making believe shit. R. Kelly decided to do a versus versus whoever. Whoever, it doesn't matter. And that's when the shit starts about all the... Like, that's the fucking video. Then people people started posting videos and shit, like putting side-by-sides and shit. They got the Instagram (laughs) screen showing up. Then they got the video screen. Like, he finally... Like, we finally caught that nigga. It's a a pee stain on the floor right behind you, bro. (laughs) Like, come on. They're going to start playing the fucking uh, Dave Chappelle skit and shit and everything. Yeah, I I, I mean, as fuck shit as that nigga is, he would have ripped a versus to pieces, dog. (laughs) Man, I I can't even think of nobody now, like, around this time that's still alive that could, like, put something up against him, dog. Like, who do you put up there, dog? I can't even imagine. I can't. I I really can't. I mean, no. (laughs) But look, his, his, his greatest battles have yet to come. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, far more challenging battles ahead of him. Far more challenging battles, and at this point, I feel pretty certain that R. Kelly is never getting out of jail again. So, <laughs> the R. Kelly, R. Kelly versus versus, versus the law versus, versus the state of Illinois, <laughs> right. and then the state of New York, and then you know, yeah, yeah, that's 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 never happened. He's, there's not a, there's not a, a, another fucking musical tone that that nigga's gonna sing. So yeah, he's gonna play uh, bump and grind, and they're just gonna play the sex tape. <laughs> you it's lose. Gonna, it's just gonna be a, a, a picture of him uh, on fucking uh, uh, um, what's the what was the movie Life with uh, Eddie, Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. They go they go put his face on that, <laughs> and uh, oh, that's gonna man. be it. So yeah, nothing, nothing for him. But he would have had a hell of a fucking battle. Yes, a hell of one. I, I saw that they're doing like supposedly trying to do one twelve versus jagged edge, and I'm like, man, if you don't get that shit the fuck out of here, dog. Bruh, I am. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm over him. Yeah. 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 I'm I mean, over him. I haven't really I'm seen many, but yeah. I haven't seen them. I just like. I just don't like the fact that people just like. Well, I want to see such like you just want everybody just to, to shuck and jive and tap dance, and you wanted to see a fucking battle. You ain't even paying for this shit. This shit fucking free as fuck. Hey, I just want them to take out their time to just give y'all a fucking show. Like that shit. That's the one part that irritates me. But then it's just, I don't know, man. I they they're, they're pitting people together that don't match. Like the last one was was Nelly and Ludacris. Now, I, I used to be a fan of Ludacris. I don't really care to hear much of his music anymore. I just don't like it as much. But that has nothing to do with the fact I know I knew from the jump that Ludacris was going to totally annihilate Nelly. There was no <laughs> fucking chance on earth that Nelly was that Nelly was going to win. Did you watch it? No. I, I, I tuned in a little, but this was when Nelly was having internet issues and shit. So it was just, <laughs> it was just Ludacris on the screen. Um, so I didn't even, I didn't even watch. I, I had it on and off during the, during the UFC event and, uh, me and Daryl watched like, just kind of like had it on our phones, kind of like background, kind of like, you know, just checking it out. And Nelly, Nelly started playing like them slow songs and shit like that. I'm like, I don't think it, this is meant for that, bro. Like you can't follow like move, bitch, get out the way with like dilemma. <laughs> like, like you just can't do that. Dog. Like I, Nelly went, started playing like 
shit that was popular but don't really bang. I was like, man, you got to resort to the slow songs with Tim McGraw. It's probably time for you to to hang it up, bro. Nah, like, you, you, just take you, this, take this L and call it a night. You you can't play, and so I think Fonte uh, made this point. You can't play the shit that was and to our to to correlate it to our radio stations. You can't play the shit that was popping on ninety six point three. You got to play the shit that was popping on ninety eight. You got to right. play the black shit. You can't go Tim McGraw and shit. You can't go Dilemma. You you got to go Air Force. You got to go Tip Drill. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to go uh, Country Grammar. You know, but that's where it really stops. You know, you got the Air Force One song, cool. But you ain't, man, Ludacris got hits on hits on hits, dog. Like, you just yeah. you couldn't do it. I thought it was a bad matchup. That's why I didn't think it was going to be interesting. Because Nelly had, Nelly had crazy success. Um, don't get me wrong. I think he ended up going diamond. I think off the country grandma album. Um, I believe I, so. That sounds. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So he sold a lot of fucking music on that shit. Then he had that I am number one album when he was like dissing Karis one or some shit. Then he had that uh, uh, that double sweatsuit bullshit album. Uh, like, come on, man. Like Ludacris had dope fucking music. Word of mouth is fucking clearing everything that fucking Nelly did for the most part. Like, man, no, you just, it's just a bad matchup. I, I will give Nelly the props and that, uh, and Ludacris said the same thing, is that he did, he, no one was doing what he was doing. Like, oh, he absolutely. came out with a totally original sound and that was very, like, he's basically a trendsetter in that point. Like, he was making his music was unlike anything else. So I'll give him props on there. But as far as that goes, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, Ludacris got hits on hits on hits on hits. I agree. And Nelly's got a lot of hits too, but just not for a matchup with Ludacris. I I just think they were on different tiers. It's like being a champion, like a a champion at featherweight. And then you got a guy that's a heavyweight. Like it's just, it's just no, you're, you're different tiers of, of being great. And like you say, and to his his uh, to Luda's point, you know about Nelly, you know he definitely had a sound. Like niggas was singing, going down your street in a Range Rover, uh, shooting a fucking whatever the fuck the uh, original version was. And, it was. and they had no idea that he was talking about doing drive-bys. Like the radio <laughs> version made it so much different, you know. And people were singing, you had fucking kids singing down it. Oh, what is it? That going down your street in the Range Rover uh, with the street sweeper baby? Like, nigga, that's a nigga shooting at niggas. <laughs> like, y'all didn't get that part? Like, what the fuck? No one heard. That's and if someone I seen someone did a tweet about you know songs that were better radio versions. That was a way better radio version than the album version. And it had yeah. everybody sing. That shit was on the radio forever, yep, for fucking yeah. ever. Country and that was Country Grammar was his first his debut, right? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was on the man. So you, from I, I still remember the video by just uh, all the cars and shit lined up, all the dancing and shit, all these fucking bright ass fucking jerseys and all kind of shit. I mean, I think he failed with vocal. Like he could have kept that bullshit clothing line. That oh, was just man, uh, I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I, I mean, he, he 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 had he had hits, and I'm like. I'm not trying to knock Nelly by no means. I just don't think he's at a ludicrous caliber. Um, I would have, if you had to say a ludicrous a battle, I would have, I would have thought maybe Ti or you know something of a higher caliber, you know, to have you know a lot more. Like Nelly had hits, but he had few hits. You know what I'm saying? 
Luda had damn near two or three or four hits off of each album and shit. And he had like what five, six albums or more or some crazy shit. So yeah. his features was fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if him and T.I. done pieced it up totally, but I thought that would have been a cool battle with T.I. at least, or you know, someone of that, someone of that caliber or something. So. Yeah, that's a little bit more. That's a little bit more aligned. Yeah. I think, uh, just for the record, I think Ti could probably pull that one out. But I think Ti would do a <laughs> damn good job uh, with Ludacris and probably even pull it up. But I guess the thing that well, I've seen from these verses is that people. It, it, this was the only one I think people knew that Luda was going to totally win out. But all the other ones, I think people underestimated. Like I underestimated RZA. Uh, with DJ Premier mm-hmm. uh, until I started hearing the song like oh fuck I forgot he made that or like oh shit he did make that um, I I thought the Teddy Riley babyface one was a lot closer and I thought that Teddy Riley actually had a lot more songs that I would have liked that I liked and because right, one again that was another bad uh, versus because they're two different sounds like our, uh, babyface is way more R&B-ish like like slow R and B is, you know what I'm saying? Teddy Riley mm-hmm. definitely had that whole New Jack Swing upper up um uh, hyper beat, you know, hyper songs and shit like that. So I thought that was a whack ass uh, battle. Uh, I think his technical difficulties kind of really he lost it with that and shit. But um, learning that he did the show like back in the day, like I had no fucking idea that uh, Teddy Riley did that. Um, what so? <laughs> I been meaning to ask you this. Were you did you hate uh Jay Z's uh City is mine like everybody else I'm seeing? Uh no, not really. So and so I'm asked, I had to uh next time we we talked about uh we talked to Monotone about getting them on one of the episodes, so I had to ask him. But I guess a lot of people hated Jay Z's City is mine song. I never mm. thought people hated that song like that. Mm. I thought it was a cooler song because that was one of the songs that uh um, our, uh, Teddy Riley did. I didn't know people hated that song like that. Yeah, no news to me. News to me. Yeah. So next time we uh, we get up with my, um, Monotone, we have his ass on here. Cause I'm curious, like, why everybody hate that song so much? And I'm just like, wow. He's been having something of a research, not resurgence, but like he's been a little popping on Twitter lately. Who, uh, Monotone? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think one because he it was a one dude that was talking about uh so I guess he was so Monotone wasn't a fan of Nelly at all, it seems. And some guy had tweeted like y'all really were listening to Nelly during the time and people yeah, went I saw off. That. And I guess he was just, you know, defending the guy and shit. So it was just funny. But you know, Monotone has a lot well he he he's really into like the like music Twitter is his fucking thing. Like I just oh, I, yeah. I can't I don't have the patience. I think a lot of shit I don't care about. So, like, I lose interest quick when I don't give a fuck about it. Um, and that's why I had to, like, stop my music. So, like, I used to talk about music a lot on Twitter, but I just can't no more because I realize I don't give a fuck about what they say. So, everybody, a lot of people got fucked up as opinions on shit. And so, I don't feel like I, I just be like, eh, I don't know. I don't really care this much to even have this dialogue and shit, you know, so... But he be yeah. in that shit, man. He be deep in that shit, man. Like, woo. He does, man. He does. I, I, I respect it. Like, cause oh, it, sure. it's, you got, you know, you got folks that talk a lot of, sh- talk a lot of shit and they, you know, they, not, when I say talk a lot of shit, I don't mean like shit talking, but I mean like they just talk about it a lot. They talk about a lot of shit, but you could tell that he is way more um, in tune with like, 
not just music in general, but like the history of it. He's like way more in tune with it, way more knowledgeable, like far more than your average kind of like music Twitter guy. Like, so, and it, it and he, he doesn't come off uh, with his, with his, his thoughts, which are pretty knowledgeable and, and all that. He doesn't come off like incredibly condescending or anything like that. Like that Dart Adams dude, like, I don't fuck with that Dart Adams dude because that nigga's obnoxious, dog. Like, it's like everything he tweets is meant to kind of show off, like, what he knows through the lens of what you don't know. Like, oh, a lot of people don't know about this, but I do. And, like, like it's it, it always comes off so smug. And I feel like I feel like Monotone has, like, comparable knowledge without the constant smugness. So, like... Yeah, like that's that's his lane for sure. Like, and I've I noticed too, like when it comes to like having a lane with a certain fan base, different fan bases of different things are are some are like more tolerable than others. Like, um, like if uh, like okay, like the like cigar fan base, like like the the groups that we in on Facebook. Like every every fan base has problems, but by and large the cigar fan base ain't that bad. Like you got those people who always want to talk shit about Drew Estates or Gurkha or people who don't smoke good cigars or whatever, you know, you got those fuckers, but they're kind of few and far between comparatively speaking. But then like you get like, say um, like, okay, I, 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 like when I think of like the, the fan bases that I largely engage with on Twitter, it's kind of mainly like, uh, obviously, like I engage with like Black Twitter, um, then like the like podcast kind of groups, um, uh, comic book stuff I engage with a lot, and um, like UFC stuff. And like the UFC fan base is probably the worst out of any fan base <laughs> that I've ever actually engaged with, to the point where I barely engage with the UFC fan base at all. It's kind of just like. Uh, I'll read some of the tweets and get the news from the people who's uh, who have the who are in the industry enough to provide like real updates and shit like that. But as far as like engaging with the fans, it's it's just intolerable. Like they're so bad. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's about the fan base, and it seems like it seems like monotones uh, the people that he engaged with most of the part most of the time they seem like they're decent interactions uh, it's not just him like going off on people or having to explain shit to dumb folks it's kind of just like yeah yeah we're just having conversations UFC fan base is all motherfuckers arguing about dumb shit uh, yeah that's what I, I mean I see your tweets and retweets but I don't see a lot of the, the I don't really follow a lot of the tweets and stuff with that I'm really just getting the point of actually following the actual sport but uh, yeah I, that, that, that sounds terrible yeah, and I don't even mean like like it's a bad fan base because like people are arguing all the time. It's like it's a dumb fan base because like everybody it seems like the vast majority of the fan base, so like comparing it to what I was saying about cigars, like that group, the people who are dicks are kind of few and far between. The UFC fan base is mostly dicks and a handful of people who are decent. Like that's how bad it is. It's like, oh my God, can you guys like get off Conor McGregor's dick and can you stop insulting every single person who has an opinion? 
they love to call people casuals. Like, oh, you're you're just a casual. You're new or whatever. Like, they love to do that shit. It's annoying. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, brother. I mean, but cool, cool enough, you, you, you enjoy the sport enough that, you know, the the banter of, of Twitter doesn't discourage you for shit, anything like that. So that's cool. Cause yeah, that would, that would probably bother shit. I mean, like, why are y'all niggas so, so why are y'all, all y'all fucking idiots? Like shut the fuck up. And I'm just, I don't know. I'm just over, you know, idiot fucking people online. So yeah. Um, what do we got else? Do we want to cover weird? I don't know what, I don't know what time I started the recording. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we can wrap up um, some of the stuff that we got to talk about. We can talk about next week. Like we spent a lot of time talking about um, the Cosby shit and uh, legacies and all that good stuff and the last dance. And like we, we spent a lot of time on those topics. So we don't yeah, need to. The, the few things that we do got, we can, I'll, I'll note and then we can uh, jump. Because there was still something from the last week I want to talk about, but I forgot about it um, until I just looked at the notes from last week. So yeah. Um, I'll uh, update that or for the next week and we'll be good. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm, I think next week we will uh, definitely uh, get into uh, uh, Delvin's most recent live video. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to watch this shit tomorrow. Um, and so that'll definitely be on topic um, for next week. So. I had to make sure I, I, I uh, remember that shit to watch tomorrow. So shout out to Delvin. Um, yeah. So other than that, uh, we haven't got any emails lately. So it'd be um, kind of cool to see if y'all motherfuckers actually listening and want to send us some shit. So if you do, you can email us at what of the podcast at Gmail. Um, I said that wrong. What of the podcast at Gmail and our Twitter is at what of the podcast. And we will, See y'all next week. Hey, are you uh barbecuing for the holiday this weekend? Yep. Oh, okay. How, uh, I I was definitely uh kind of jealous of your grill because it's like a better version of mine. Um, <laughs> it, it definitely looks a lot better. I I left mine out over the winter without a cover, and I got a part that rusted. That I need to, it didn't rust to the point of like going through, but it just looks shitty. So I've been oh. meaning to sand it, and then they got like special paint you can put on like grills and shit that like withstand heat and stuff. So yeah, like a high, high heat, high, performance high heat, paint. high yeah. heat, temper, high temp heat painter or some shit. Uh, so, but yeah, I think I'm a grill. I'm definitely going to grill this weekend. Hopefully the weather holds up. I want to, I want to smoke some ribs and maybe some chicken or some shit. So um, yeah, it's supposed to be eighties. Um, yeah. I just weekend. checked and it's showing that it, last week, I mean, a couple of days ago, I'm sorry. I checked and it was only supposed to rain. Sunday and Monday, but it's a chance for Saturday. So I'm hoping that change between now and uh, Saturday because I really would like to be outside um, doing some grilling and some shit. So yeah, hopefully. I'll do that. Like if, if if the weather's straight, like what day I'm gonna do it is gonna depend on uh, the weather. But yeah, I got um I got some chicken. Um, I got some burgers. Um, I think that's it. I. I yeah, no, I didn't. No, I didn't get ribs. I wanted to get ribs, but um, yeah, I got some chicken and some burgers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke those. Um, probably Saturday, maybe Sunday. I prefer Sunday, but if it if it's gonna rain on Sunday, then I'll just do it on Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, if you do decide to smoke, um, if you do like, I'll do you know the like the kind of wood you want to try with smoking? Have you got got that far yet through the process? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to buy some hickory probably. Yeah, just make sure you probably do a, uh, a mix of it. So, because what happens, hickory gets really, really, really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I would say do like a mix of half hickory and half something else like peach wood or something like that. Because hickory okay. gets really, really strong and it can almost feel like overbearing uh, huh. for like long barbecues. Okay. Like like some like ribs. So like peach is a good one that's like for good good for pork. And it's not like an overbearing smoke. Um, but you can find all the random ass flavors. Uh but hickory just gets really strong and it can almost like hickory and like mesquite, they get really, really strong and you can almost like it, it just it it, it, it kind of overdoes it if you if it does fully hickory. So they got other ones that are okay. less less I guess overbearing and shit. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I talk to you between now and then. So, um, yeah, so I'm gonna do some ribs myself, and I'm trying to figure out what I how I want to do them. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna figure that out this weekend. But yeah, like you said, mine is my my grilling is depending on which day has the most sun. So as of yesterday, it was supposed to be Saturday. So I guess we'll see. And we get the holiday off on Monday. Thank God. Only been at work three days, and I'm ready for a three day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. So yeah, man, should be should be uh should be a good weekend. I'm gonna make it a good weekend no matter what. So uh yeah, so other than that, we we'll see y'all next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.